Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is one of the most beautiful places on the earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. They're also an award-winning Remax office. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to figure out your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. So Marla, the, the, the wife came into the closing and she said what to you? So she said, you mean I have to have my husband to, to sign all these documents? He didn't buy the house. I bought the house with my own money. <laughs> and so the tales of advantage <laughs> title begin. This is one, one of the millions in the naked city that uh, the, the details of closing with the title company, Marla, does it ever quit? Never. Marla Caldwell from Advantage Title, this, sec- this queen bee of, of uh, as far as I'm concerned, of title companies in the village. Marla, where are y'all located? Where, where's your physical plant? We are located at 4670 North Highway 7, which the most easiest place to find us is next door to Sonic. Just go to the Sonic and drive behind it. There's a little fountain. That's your place. That's your place. There you go. Marla, thanks for being on with us today. And uh, Randy, I cannot express to people how clearly they need a title company. Now, this is a guy who does things without a title company, but Marla, I do things without a title company because why? You need title insurance. (laughs) You need protection. You do. You really do. And we've said this on social media endlessly. If you're coming to the village, if you're, if you're outside the village or inside the village, if you're refinancing, if you're buying again, if you're buying from the outside, well, we're going to pay with cash. It's all okay. Mm. Mm. What would you say that a title company really provides for us? A title company is going to provide protection on the property that you own. And secondly, protection on your money. I mean, you're, you're spending your life savings and it is our job to protect that money along the way, but more so it's protection on the actual real estate that you own. So are, are you guys insured? I mean, how does, what does the title company do? How do you get, are you licensed by the state of Arkansas? We are licensed. Um, we are title under, well, we have a title underwriter that we write the title insurance for, but in a nutshell, we search the property, ensure there's no liens on the property. So the person that's purchasing it can um, ensure that they've got clear title to the property. I have to interject for one moment. It okay. just hit me because I thought right now of the funniest story I've ever heard. Uh-oh. Jeff, our, our partner on the podcast, Jeff Atkins, said he had a lady meet him at the um, he, he wanted a, this lady to meet him at the property he was selling her because she wanted to search the title of the property. She wanted to search the property <laughs> physically and make sure it was good. That's not the kind of search we're talking about, right? <laughs> 
No, 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 no. Okay, so we started off with the husband and wife having to sign, which is a surprise to some people, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But but let's have an example here. I'm going to sell Randy a property that that me and and Jeff owned. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, me and, and me and Buddy owned, for example. And and I'm uh, Jeff just uh, signs it over to me and says, "Hey, it's yours." Or Buddy signs it over to me, and I sell it to Randy. Right? It's clear, mm -hmm. right? That just happened, right? But what if Buddy or Jeff? was married, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me how this works. And that's pretty common. So anytime you have a property that's sold, at the time that you sell that property, if both parties, if you're married, your spouse has to sign consent and release their interest or their dower and curtsy um, out of the property, regardless if they inputted any of their money in that property at all. So, so let's go back. And if you and Jeff or, you know, if you and Jeff owned the property, Jeff right. dated it to you. If Jeff was married and his wife never signed her portion of the interest, she could technically sue and get her interest of that property because she never signed it off. Her interest of that property. She still owns part of that property simply because they were married. Exactly. How far back does this go? I mean, what if, you know, because I'm talking about golf lots in my mind, I'm envisioning mm -hmm. this and I'm talking about two guys that maybe played golf on a lot. And one of them said, oh, I just have it or whatever and signed it over. And he was married, but the guy before him had signed it to him and he was married too. And she never signed off. Is, do you, do you go back three or four steps or what do you do? So the statues on that is seven years. So if it was seven years prior then you don't have to. Like our title insurance would cover it as long as it was at least seven years old. Wow. So, but, it, but it's so, a very common mistake. Well, let's um, talk about a title search. What do they look for? And how do searches, they do it? Title searches, they search from the county records. So primarily we're Garland and Saline County. Um, our searchers will search the electronic records, Sometimes they have to make it to the courthouse and search older deeds, um, but they will search the property. They look for who owns the property. Are there any liens that exist on the property? And by liens, it's open mortgage loans, lines of credit, which a lot of people forget that they have on their properties because they don't use them, but they are open lines of credit. And they could that, use them at any time. And that would, that would bring up a, a flag. Exactly. Um, judgments. Anytime someone files a lien on you personally and it's in county records, that attaches to the property. So if it is not paid through closing, then that's a lien that exists on the property still. So it Amazing. has to be paid and released. Well, look, I'm just going to buy a property from this guy I found on the internet and he's got these, these deeds and he's just going to hold the deed for me till I get through paying for it in three or four years. And, and I don't need a title company for that. Right. Oh, sure. Why sure. Not? You don't need <laughs> at all. No, you absolutely do. Not if you don't need any um, money and you don't like the money in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. You don't it, need to do that. Yeah. No, you, you want all your money to go to the wayside. <laughs> No. So that's where we would provide all the protection and the insurance to you. Um, we would search and make sure that that property is clean and clear. He can actually be that property to you because you may lo and behold find out he never had authority to deed that property over to you. I've got, I've got a deed on some, uh, on a bridge in San Francisco that a guy gave me. <laughs> 
and I think it, I think it's good. I think it's good. I mean, it, it, he, pr he printed it up on good paper and everything. So I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, no, no. How, how frequent Mark, how frequent is something like that inside the village with the lots in particular? Um, we've got, we've got several right now. We're working on some issues. Um, some of the issues recent that we're having are properties that were deeded and the spouse, it didn't list that the spouse, that the person was married or unmarried. That's a title problem because we have to know was Mrs. Smith married when she deeded the property to Randy. And if she was, we've got to go back and find Mrs. Smith's husband and have him sign a correction deed. Wow. And if he's, and if he's passed on, what happens? Yeah. Well, then death certificate and, okay. and we can clear it that way. But that's the primary problem because a lot of these people, if they were using it as golf lives, you're trying to chase people. You don't know if they're alive anymore. You don't know where they're at. And um, we're using some, thankfully we have a very good relationship with the POA and they will let us know, Hey, you can call this person. Here's the last phone number we had. Um, but sometimes that doesn't work. Yeah. 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 Um, sometimes people move around a lot. So let's, let's go through the pieces here real quick. So I come to, to, to you and I've got a piece of property. I'm going to sell Randy. Randy comes to you and we say, okay, we we've got an, a contract we've agreed on. I'm going to sell it for this price. He's going to buy it for this price. How do y'all act as the intermediate there? Who handles the cash for what and when? We do. So initially you get the contract. If you're exchanging earnest money, we would hold the earnest money, your good faith deposit in other right. words. Typically on a house or something like that. Right. Um, and then really no money is exchanged until we get ready to close. And it's our job to ensure taxes on the property are paid. That's part of your title insurance. If there's any back taxes owed, we would pay those through closing. Um, any liens, we would get balances on those liens, have those paid through closing. And we ensure POA dues are paid in current. POA is paid for the buyer. And we prorate those taxes and POA dues. And so typically we're going to call you before closing and let you know, this is how much you need to bring to closing. And we need good money. So, so green money. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Randy would come in with a check. Would the check mm -hmm. be made out to me? Would the check be made out to y'all? And then y'all send me a check. Advantage. The title company holds the funds in escrow. So y'all are, are y'all a fiduciary as they say, or a, what is the term there? Yeah. You can consider fiduciary because we're oh. only holding, I mean, we're an escrow company, right? So we're title and escrow. And so, so we would hold those funds until we are able to release the money. And that is once everyone has signed and author authorization to release money. I cannot imagine how important this is. If, you know, Randy and I've known each other a year now, okay, we've got a relationship here, whatever. I've got a guy from Brazil who wants to sell me a lot that I've never seen. And I don't have any idea if it's a clear title. And I don't, I don't know any of these things. A title company here as a third-party intermediate to hold those funds until it's time to release them when the when the deed is done. Literally, the deed is done. I can't help but think how just priceless that is. I mean, yeah, I want to trust this guy, but you can't trust everybody. I don't know that he owns it. I don't know. He may not know. And, and let me ask this. 
How often do you find when someone is trying to sell a property and they don't know that there's a cloud on the title or they don't know there's a problem with it? Um, it's not often. Um, most people do know, or if they don't, or if they had a feeling, we've had several that have come to us that own property in the village already. And they're asking us to go ahead and complete a title search, or we may suggest that they complete a title search on the property. Um, several of the owners have already done their own background search. So they know what exists on the property. But it's not uncommon. I mean, it, it, these things like this come up all the time. They right? do. They what do. role, what role, if any, could you play? Because we see on the internet, uh, well, we'll just stick with the foreign, you know, the, the supposed foreign owner of a, of a lot, they'll carry the note. You, mm. you can, you can pay them. What role, mm. what role can you serve if any to protect that buyer? None. None. If we are not providing escrow services and there's not a contract involved, we will not handle any type of transaction. Let's, let's cut to the chase here. So we have title insurance. Does mm -hmm. that mean that if there's a flaw or y'all miss something that, you know, three months later, we find out that aunt Jenny comes out of the woods and she says, Oh, I think I own part of that property. Then, then advantage title is just going to write me a check for the total amount, right? No, no, no. your head shake. No, not, not yeah. this, but this. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, what do they do? What, what does it, and not you, nor anybody, what does a title or escrow company, what do they warrant? I guess I would say. Exactly that. So we're going to warrant that title is good. So what we do is the title search is done. We're issued what's called a title commitment. I call it our checklist. So those are all the items that we have to ensure are taken care of through closing. If there are liens, taxes owed on the property, if Sally needs to sign a deed in order to relinquish her rights to the property, um, all of those things we would have to do. If there are heirs to the property that we find out you know, from a deceased person, we need to have all of them sign off on that. If there are any items that were not caught and someone says, I claim stake in this property, the current owner would then file a claim with our title insurance company. So we're the agent for the title insurance company. The client wouldn't call us, they would call the title insurance company. They would then do their investigation to see, did we do everything we needed to do? What did that search detail? Is there something that we missed? Uh, the more I hear this, the more I understand it is simply a job every day of crossing T's and dotting I's and never missing a one of those. Am I close? <laughs> You're very, very close. <laughs> well, it's, it's buyer beware. And yeah. if you, if you close without a title company, then you're an idiot. <laughs> Randy's yeah, very, we, so, very clear spoken. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I'm subtle. Yeah. I'm subtle. Marla. He's very black and white. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I get that there could be circumstances, but I mean, by and large, you're going to be looking at, I mean, you're looking at significant money here that, that mm -hmm. people are, are spending. I mean, if, even if you buy, well, and even if you buy an inexpensive lot, so you get a killer deal and you think everything's great and wonderful. Now you now I want to build a house on it. Mm -hmm. Where are my problems? Yeah, 
Exactly. I mean, my pro- if I don't use you and now there's a there's a problem, what what snag am I going to run into? Now, if if I discover I want to build a house on this thing, but I don't have a clear title, but I think I do. Right. What does that situation look like for me? Well, that the person that bought the property is then going to be responsible for making sure that that's clear because they have zero protection. So, and, and to your point, we do have people that come in and they say, hey, the lot, they, we want to purchase this lot. The person's willing just to do a quick claim deed. We're going to pay them $500. We don't need escrow. We don't need all that. Um, however, my question to them is always, what are you doing with the lot? Are you going to build on that lot? What are your future plans? If you have any kind of future plans, which most people do or they may in the future, um, you definitely want to go through a title company because if you just purchase that property on a quick claim deed and decide five years later, I think I'm going to put a house on the property and I'm going to take a construction loan out, your lender on any type of construction loan is going to require you purchase title insurance to protect them. And let's say in that title search process, we find that Sally Sue never signed her interest over on that property. Or there were delinquent taxes or delinquent POA dues. Those things are always going to come up. And then that buyer is going to be responsible for taking care of all of that. So you leave yourself literally exposed in every way. It could be a bad product, being a bad title or deed. It could be bad performance. It could be liens. It could be a number of things. And let's be more clear about liens here. When we talk about that, you say a lien, like it's a, um, you know, I I pledged it as a line of credit and I forgot about that. Well, Mm -hmm. okay. That's easy enough taken care of. Uh, you know, I paid, uh, I I hired Joe to come out and, um, uh, clear the lot and clean it up for me. I really wanted to see what it was going to look like underneath. And, you know, I never, he didn't do it the way I wanted. I wanted things bigger than four inches cut down and he didn't do that. So I just didn't pay him just forgot it. Well, Joe goes in and files a mechanics lien. Mm -hmm. And now my lot is locked up, right? Cause I can't do anything because he has a claim to it. Is that correct? Exactly. So then at that point he has to be paid and he has to release his lien in order to insure that property. For me to do anything anywhere, anytime with it. Bingo. I couldn't pledge it. I couldn't. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to, and, and I know the numbers vary, but typically the services of a title company are about 350 bucks ish in that mm-hmm. ballpark. Mm-hmm. I, and just Brandy, I contend this to you. 350 bucks is some of the cheapest money you'll spend on a house. It's no, I know people that have purchased houses that did not use a title company. And I just look them in the eye and go, are you serious? Do you, do you know? Well, maybe because I know more than most, the, the myriad of things behind that title that could make it bad are, are seemingly endless. And all it takes is one. And you didn't spend 350 bucks to have an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's just a ton of scary scenarios. So the $500 lot. So I exchange hands with somebody. I give them 500 bucks. They give me some piece of paper. I, I I'm like, I don't care about a mortgage. I don't care about Cause I got cash. Mm-hmm. So I build it. I build my house. It's it's cash and I'm good. Right. I'm safe. 
where's my the, where's, where's he brings my up where, the best examples the best examples so, so where's my so where's my risk so now i got a two three hundred thousand four hundred thousand dollar house on a lot and i think it's i think my world's perfect i'm debt free ah but there's a problem because mm-hmm. i don't have clear title to the land i built my house on even mm-hmm. though i was out of pocket and i wrote checks i just wrote checks so now what's my what's my bad scenario? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to have to pay out to whoever is making that claim against you. Do I have to pay relatively whatever they ask? No, it would be okay. only whatever the value of the land is at the time, not the full house value. But there would still be that problem on title until it's cleared and taken care of. Well, I've seen POA auctions and they talked about this at the auctions back Mm -hmm. when they used to do county auctions all the time, but they said, don't do anything on it for a year because a former owner could come back and claim or whatever. And they said it was rare, but there had had an instance where a guy bought a lot from the POA at the county courthouse, which they don't do anymore. Very clearly people, they don't do that anymore, (laughs) but they bought that from the POA at a POA auction, a county auction. Uh, They bought that property, put a foundation on it. Guy showed up nine minutes later, nine years, nine months, nine months later and said, thanks for making that foundation. I really appreciate you putting me on that property. I think I'll buy my lot back now. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. No, this is way before you were in high school at this time, probably. <laughs> but, but just because I'm old, just because I'm old, just because I'm old. So if we haven't made it clear enough yet, there are it's a, there's $350 will save you from an and. A literally immeasurable list of downfalls. Am I close, Marla? You're close. Very close. Even on a $500 lot, it's a bargain. Yes, absolutely. Well, because it could cost you a lot more than $350 to, to clear it or to know if it was not clear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Marla, any other things that you people do besides just clear title or not clear title besides, <laughs> <laughs> besides transact and act as a third party and uh, sell title insurance? That's the bait. That's the nuts and bolts of what we do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we do. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we do have quite a few people that come in to have quick claim deeds done. We have an attorney on staff that she will prepare quick claims. A lot of people want their property protected in their trust. Think so. Um, We are you going somewhere with that one? No, I'm just saying, I I think so. That makes good. That makes good sense. Yeah. I mean, one thing I typically try to, talk to a lot of clients about when I'm in closing is I really stress the need to have like a beneficiary deed on properties. Um, you know, if D- if Dennis is a single person mm. and he purchases the property as a single person, um, you can actually assign a beneficiary to that property. So when Dennis passes away, his heirs don't need to fight over that property or take it through probate or probate a will he can have a beneficiary deed done and upon his death, it transfers to that person. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I don't want anybody bumping me off for my properties. You know, oh. I can see that happening. <laughs> I thought you put me on all of them. <laughs> I, well, I know. And that's why I stay away from you. I'm like, here comes Marla. She's going to hit me with her car. You know, this process, tip, Marla, this process typically takes how long? We have to it yeah, it doesn't take long. So the deeds typically our attorney can prepare it within 24, 48 hours. And then the client signs it, we can record it here. So it can be done within a matter of days. Now a total closing can take four to six weeks, three to four weeks. Yeah. Average is normally about 30 days. Hmm. Cash, let's, 
let's put a, a spin on this that most people don't think about. When we had the pandemic the last couple of years that we've been going through, it seemed as if every doctor's office was insanely busy. There was no way you could get in for anything but urgent care, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you think, well, that's where the, the apex of all this business and all this busyness was. Apparently, it was that advantage title also. Am I, am I wrong, Marla? It was, it was pretty busy around there, wasn't it? busy. We might've lost a lot of weight from not eating lunches every day. <laughs> well, I need to be in that yeah. business. Yeah. yeah. Randy and I are, are going to come up and put an application so we don't get to eat Listen, lunch. Come on, bring it. Um, yeah. Last year, I think I'm trying to calculate it because I had it. Yeah. We averaged and obviously it's real estate. So we have um, months that were a lot busier than other months, but we averaged somewhere around 80 files a month last year. So when I say 80 files, that's your lock closings, that's your home closings. Um, and that's quite a bit for our office to, to do, especially in the village. Well, to be frank about it, and we, I need to disclose, you and I are frequent flyers. You know my number. I know your number. We talk to each other a lot. We have a lot of things going on. I was just thinking probably last year, I guess, between, oh gee, well, well, between six and eight, maybe 10 processes that we did last year. And I'm thinking that through and thinking, I, I remember, I thought if I didn't have your cell phone number, I don't know that I would have got through because we can, you would call and call and call and email and, and you guys were just covered up. I mean, it, it, it literally reminded me of the doctor's office. You just simply couldn't answer the phone quick enough. <laughs> it is definitely a, um, a um, high traffic industry right now. Wow. Let me put it that way. So it's yeah. um, it is very you know just like you said it's there's a lot of crossing the t's and dotting the i's and we have to have the time to do that. It's not a quick process. Yeah. And if we rush, and which we do, and and we have no problem doing that. But if we rush, there may quite be something we miss. And you know we don't want to do that. No, no, no. Yeah. Speaking of something we've missed, Randy. Lightning round. That was the lightning round. Yeah. Easy, quick and easily and painless, Marla. Uh, I didn't mention this, did I, Marla? Look at the look on that face. Oh, <laughs> this will be great. This will be great. Hunting, fishing, or hiking? Hiking. Hamburger, tacos, or pizza? Tacos. Beaches or woods? Beaches. Okay, hang on. We got to go back because we've had we've had a, a, a few people in our community at Facebook who've inquired about tacos because everybody seems to answer tacos. And so people are anxious about, okay, what are people's favorite tacos? So where, where is the favorite taco going to be from? Oh, you're not going to like this. Close your ears. No, it's we're good. Don, it's Don Juan's in hot springs. Really? That's fine. I didn't know that. I thought you were going to say, um, uh, tacos for less in Benton or something. No. Oh gosh. No, 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 no. I'm a super Don Juan's fan. All right. Our, our fans will be glad. Yeah. Uh, we texting, needed to know that information. Yeah. Texting or talking? Texting. Favorite day of the week? Mm, Wednesday. Wednesday. No, no, no. Stop. We've never had that. Wednesday. Wednesday. Listen. Because Why? here, Wednesdays at work are calm. <laughs> we, we tend <laughs> to get more done. <laughs> So is it a catch your breath kind of a day or what? Absolutely. Okay. okay. You, you don't make any closings for Wednesdays, right? <laughs> Try not to. Try not to. All right. Favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? 
Oh, poor Walton. Do you have a nickname? Oh, a lot of people call me Marmar. 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 Okay. Favorite current band or musician? And by current, I just mean for you, somebody that you're listening to right now. Is there anybody? Well, GNR. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Look at her. I'm telling yeah. you. I wouldn't have figured that. No. All right, you've got an hour to do nothing. What are you going to do? Like nothing? Yeah. You just you don't have anything. you got nothing on your agenda. What are you oh, going to okay. choose to do? I, can I, two things. I would either go to the gym or I would lay by my pool. Okay. Well, there's two extremes. Favorite holiday? Fourth <laughs> um, of July. First job? Nursing assistant. How old were you? 16. Do you play a musical instrument? No. <laughs> she says indignantly. In fact, emphatically, <laughs> no. Right. Okay, describe your favorite meal. Oh, uh, cheddar cheese crackers and turkey sticks. I'm a snacker. I'm not. A, I don't eat meals. Snackosaurus Rex. I did not hear T-bone steak or no, filet no, mignon that... or. No, I love a really good chicken fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. By the gym, by the pool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the gym, by the pool. Yeah. Well, before the, pool, before the gym, the before the gym and the pool. <laughs> First concert you ever went to? Dixie Chicks. Oh, there's just, your oh, trouble. The chicks now, don't you know? No, they're just the chicks. Got to yeah. be woke now, so you got to be just the chicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> she ain't woke. I'm we're all, right now. No, we're all we're all sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> funniest movie. Oh. Who's in it? Um, the wrong Missy. David what? Spade. You have to go see it. What is what? it? What? The wrong Missy. The wrong Missy. I've never even heard of this movie. Uh, David Spade. It's on Netflix. The wrong Missy. M I S S Y. Have you ever heard of that, Dennis? No, and it's it's a great comedy. I think it's funny. <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know your sense of humor. Spade. Wasn't David Spade Joe Dierte? <laughs> Joe Dirt. <laughs> Joe Dirt. <laughs> he, he called it Dierte. Uh, where did I leave off? Let's see. Uh, favorite sports team? Arkansas Razorbacks. WPS. Dogs or cats? Oh, dogs. <clears throat> Cake or pie? Pie. What kind? Chocolate. How many hours of sleep do you get? Six. She has kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. What's your favorite article of clothing? My gym clothes. All right. Yoga pants. Last one. Favorite quote. Oh. I don't know. Don't have one? I don't know. That's don't, it. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> okay. Marla Caldwell. I don't know. No, no. That's the quote. You, you provided the quote. Well, thanks for being a good sport. That was I good. I, I don't think I can curse, so I wouldn't say what I'm like. <laughs> well, well, we respect that.
We've Thank never you. had to use the dump button yet, but no. it could be a first with Marla Caldwell. No. It could well, be a first. Yeah, Dennis has gotten close sometimes. You know, he's forgotten his Baptist imagine. roots occasionally. And yeah, <laughs> I, I get all country and stuff later. Oh, Turns all redneck on us and stuff. Yeah, imagine. Imagine, right? Yeah, it's hard to imagine. Well, Marla, as if we can't say it clear enough, Marla with advantage title. People, let me make this clear to you. As a guy who buys and sells a lot of real estate and a lot of acres, and Marla's nodding them down because she has to go through every one of them, please, please contact a title company. Please use a third-party intermediate to hand the cash from one party to the other and give you an insurance policy in between there that they will protect in court. It it's just good sense. Am I right, Marla? Absolutely. I've already oh. called them an idiot if they don't do it. So I've already said <laughs> Marla, thanks for joining us on Hot Springs Village Inside Out. We will talk to you next time. Thank you all so much. We appreciate it. Thanks, Marla. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.